0: What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap Fightful.com. It is December 8th, 2021. This is your AEW Dynamite Review. We got a lot of stuff this week. Interview with Jonah, interview with Deanna parazzo Finally dropping an interview with Jimmy Hart. I did like in August or something, but didn't have a place to fit it. It's going to fit this weekend, by God. Speaking of this weekend, ROH Final Battle. We got a big UFC show. Those are going to be going head-to-head. We're going to have coverage of both of them because uh, ROH Final Battle might might be the last ROH show ever. Uh, speaking of, got some ROH news over on FightfulSelect.com. Got some Candice LeRae contract news over on FightfulSelect.com. I'm going to drop uh, some interviews exclusively on Select in the near future. Oh my gosh, we got so many things to talk to you guys about. And another one of those uh, selling points of Fightful Select is this person down here, Alex Palowski, who did a I guess you could say a competing stream, a complimentary stream (laughs) to the Fightful Select service for NXT TakeOver, because you, you and Kate do review the show on Tuesdays. So it's fitting that you all did a review on Select. It did, it did some, uh, like it encouraged some subscribers. So I said, you know what you all want to do those whenever you want, have at it, have at it. It's Alex Palowski. What's up? (sighs) I'm
1: doing good. Um, That was, that was a lot of fun. It was kind of a spur of the moment thing. We, uh, we've kind of built a, a, a very weirdly loyal fan base on Tuesdays that just loves our shtick and doesn't watch NXT 2.0. Yeah. Um, but, but hey, why not? They, they come and, they, and they, they send us the old humper chats. So we're never going to say no to that. Uh, but that was uh, that was a lot of fun doing that. And we have a lot of fun on Tuesday nights. And we also have a lot of fun here on Wednesday nights because the wrestling is is
0: some good stuff. Robert De Felice is also here. He's uh, been very helpful this week. We want to wish our, our buddy Gisberto Guzzo uh, a get well soon. He's, you know, he's he's in and out of the office a lot lately. Robert, you've you've helped out an awful lot this week as well. I want to thank you for that. But uh, here we are talking uh, AEW dying might as the as the Twitter hashtag often says.
2: You yeah. know. I have a lot of fun on Wednesday nights. I don't watch on Tuesday. I was very confused on Sunday for a lot of things, Sean. But we got through it, and now we're here.
0: <laughs> that we are. Uh, guys, please leave us a thumbs up. It means an awful lot to us. It helps people find us. Uh, we had the list and your boy today as well. Check that out. Uh, we had the list goes on on Fightful Select. An extra like half hour of list and your boy uh, today. It was, it was a good time. So uh, check that stuff out. And of course, check out our our buddies at The Distraction. Jeremy does some incredible work. But if you want your question or statement read on the air here at youtube.com slash Fightful, donate a super chat on YouTube. It's that dollar sign down at the bottom. But listen, if you really want us to love you, donate those Humper Chats. Oh, that's right. Those Humper Chats. We got a nice uh, logo with a camel on it and everything that I might throw up later. Humperchats.com is where you go to do that. Or Humper Chat. Doesn't really matter. But uh, if you have PayPal, plugs right in. You're good to go. Our uh, great moderator, Luis, will help keep those together, as he did for Sarah, who says, AEW wrestling is amazing. It's my favorite, and you're amazing. Well, you know what? We think you're amazing, Sarah. How about that? How about that one? Try that one on for size. And Anakin says, Love AEW. Got me to stop playing Halo Infinite campaign to watch it. Wouldn't do that on Monday nights. Well, apparently Halo Infinite's so good, it got Xavier Woods to break his two-month strike of <laughs> up-down-down. Up, so so that right. should tell you just how good is AEW. <laughs> it, it must be pretty good. And Jambeard says, big fan of k because of the sarcasm. Also, I don't like to go outside, but I've heard it's going outside advice to it's, go outside. it's
1: it's it's good to take a walk every now and then get your blood pumping. It's very cold here in Wisconsin but I found the time to go down to the end of the block just you know just to get a little quick and quick heart pumping.
0: God damn it well let's talk about this phenomenal open to aew Diane might uh, Mjf's music hits now for those of you who don't follow the show or anything like that this is Long Island. Um, Long Island is comprised of trash people within Storyline and AEW. Like, I love that it's a heel town. Like, Tony Schiavone reminded you all night, these are pieces of shit! They got signs for MJF! They're cheering him! They're terrible people! It's like, Long Island is the factory where every MJF came from. Mm -hmm. They're on an assembly line. Their number one export is MJF, and people like MJF. That's what they got. Uh, I like that. But for all the months, all the times people said, MJF has to come out to CM Punk's music. Oh, it was amazing and poetic, Alex, that CM Punk came out to MJF's music because not a one time in my life (laughs) did that cross my mind. And MJF gets this great pop. And it's like, what? How could they get him booed? How could they possibly get CM Punk booed? God damn it, they did it, Alex.
1: Yeah, um, this this episode felt like a bizarro world for part of it. Like, like, especially later, we'll talk about this MJF playing up to the crowd and getting cheered in his hometown. It was like he had superpowers. Um, but I this this was really what I felt like happened here was CM Punk came out. Got the booze and everything, and then he liked it. He was remembering what it was like to heal on a crowd because he hasn't done that in seven years, and that's a lot of fun for these guys when they get to come out and heal on a crowd. And that's he he, he got to scratch that little itch that's been this he's been having for the better part of a decade. And I think he came out with a planned thing he was gonna say, and then he said, Ah, screw it, I'm gonna do some crowd work. And he just started going off on tangents and making him boo him even more. I, I, I thought he leaned just...
0: too much into the Islanders. Like, I do too think much.
1: he leaned too much into the Islanders and whatever would get him booed more. Yeah. That was the whole point. I think there was a decent through line for this, for this promo. It just kind of lost the plot because Punk was having so much fun getting people to boo him.
2: Yeah, this was... Never in my life did I think, oh... CM Punk is going to get booed in New York, a city that would love him and does love him. And you've got MJF, who's actually being treated like a hometown hero. All week, he was saying, I'm going to get cheered. He said, I'm going to make love to the UBS arena. It's going to be my bitch. That is what he said in an interview. And apparently, he's not half bad because UBS arena came unglued for MJF, but they got CM Punk. And Punk is an asshole. And we know that, and he played it to the hilt. But I have to say, talk about leaning in, I never imagined that CM Punk and MJF would be mostly feuding around Britt Baker, which is the yeah. weirdest thing they have going on.
0: I mean, I, I can't say. I, I, CM Punk's line of like, wait, just because I, I, I'm I nice to a female means that I, I'm i trying to bang her. And <laughs> I do like, he's like, this incel, this is your guy. I need somebody to clip that. That way I can turn it into a meme, please. For <sighs> for any number of reasons. But Jay Blood says, I also thought Punk went with the Islanders so much because he didn't want to go two knives out, still being a baby face and such. No, to me, when you're in Long Island, to hell with it. Because you know what? The next week, the next town doesn't give a shit. Why do yeah. they give a shit what you said about Long Island? They're not from there. They don't care. That's why I always hated the idea of WWE burying the hometown guy. It's like the next week, nobody's going to care that he got beat up in their home in his hometown. But the next week, somebody might remember the amazing ovation that came from somebody in their hometown. Yeah, Uh, We've got nerd guru saying, I'm very happy punk didn't do the Cody thing of still trying to be a face in a place that is booing him. He leaned into it masterful uh dare i say what cody rhodes is doing is masterful as well like i think there are two different types of masterful manipulation of an audience mark g says the islanders are legit trash Sam punk is my hero did
1: you see jeremy's uh headline about about the promo sean (laughs) he's so he says he makes fun of correctly says that the islanders suck
0: that's why jeremy is the best headline writer yeah in the business so and there is also in all capital letters right now on the site hook will be sent on twelve ten aew <laughs> rampage <laughs> <sighs> this guy he just had a vacation he just <laughs> ma jones says i wanted more than anything for punk to come out to mjf's music i am satisfied Oh, man. And Jambeard says, saw someone call Long Island the AEW Bizarro World. I was talking to people in AEW this past week, and I was like, what do you think will happen? What? How do you think this will go? Uh, and they they thought that it would be Bizarro World, at least the two people specifically I talked to.
1: They're really good about being able to schedule far enough in advance mm-hmm. that they can, like, we have, we have something we want to do for this person, so we're going to do it here so it matters more. They should run this arena because it was it seemed very full. Um, and the people were super loud and into it. They should run this arena and often, like a couple of times a year, spread out and do a big MJF moment every time because it, it feels like it's a it's a completely different thing, and you can if you plan for it and lean into it like MJF did tonight, we're gonna talk about it. I thought what he did throughout the whole battle royal was fantastic stuff, like it can be this thing that you can plan like you should if you say uh, the 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 Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania is when they cheer people who they normally boo and they boo people who they normally cheer. Well, if you know that's what happens, quote unquote, then book some stuff around that to make it mean more. And I think what they, what they did tonight with MJF worked so, so well.
0: Suplexer says, I'm an Islander fan trying to enjoy a wrestling show. What the hell? I don't deserve this. Buddy, if you're an Islander fan, you do deserve this. You have chosen this life. Uh, And that's coming from a Bengals fan uh, and a Reds fan. Anakin says, you can never lean too much into the Islanders. Go Red Wings. And Snap Joe says, seeing Punk leaning into being a heel made me so happy. Robert, that's what I think one of the beauties of AEW is. Depending on the location, depending on the program, depending on the month, the week, the day. Anybody can be a babyface or a heel. It's just got to be the right circumstance. Not everybody... I mean, most people usually have those types of weeks where they're better than others and he
2: came back around and he said things like he compared the islanders winning a game to him beating qt marshall which is fantastic he even said i want to be champion which is important because Mm -hmm. when you're wrestling you should want to be champion or you shouldn't be wrestling and now i'm actually excited to see where cm punk goes next because He's let me know that he has thought about this and he's going somewhere important next. He says he
1: wants to be next in line after Danielson. Like, I think that there, we're going to start seeing some interesting stuff because all this stuff is fun when he when he does it to troll MJF. If he starts leaning into healing on Adam Page, it won't be fun anymore for the crowd and then we'll have a
2: different dynamic on our hands. Well, if he heals on Brian even, like... Right, sure. If Brian happens to win and he heals on Brian... All you need is the line of the only reason you headlined WrestleMania is because I walked away. <laughs> yeah. And there, there's your money.
0: Yep. woo, Buddy. Uh Jam Beard says, as a wrestling fan and hockey fan, I greatly enjoyed that Punk trashed the Islanders. And as a hockey fan himself, he knew what he was talking about, felt nice and real. It did. Like Punk doesn't usually talk out of his depth. That's a good promo key. Like if you don't know what you're talking about, don't talk about it. Yeah. Just don't risk it. Don't risk it. Shotkid29 says as a non-long island New Yorker, all punk did was tell some hard truths to the crowd, and there's no such thing as burying islanders too much. Listen, if it gets us more chats, if it gets more people to go www.humperchats.com, I'll cut I'll cut like 16 lines about the islanders. (laughs) Why not? Why not? Well, CM Punk did not get appeased by MJF coming out because MJF. The true heel that he is, he said, No, buddy, we're not wasting my big entrance because my big entrance is a badass video. Oh, it was so good. Produced by John Carlo, the most married with children, Al Bundy bullshit, amazing thing I've ever seen him pulling up in a Ferrari, pulling his high school Letterman's jacket out, throwing in references like all this stuff he did in, in choir and no, opera. no, he,
1: he, he was the leader. Of the acapella group known as the Akafellas. Yeah. It's just great. I don't know it's, if that's true or not. I, it is true. Right? It oh, is wonderful. true, by the way. Wonderful, even better. He was a great
0: singer. Uh, <laughs> I love that they threw in that he made varsity as a wrestler and never got taken down. That was a personal thing for MJ. And MJF. still
1: holds the
2: record for the most tackles in, on his football team. He, like, he was.
0: Like, he's a legit. He's a good awesome. football player.
2: The, the best thing is, not only is he a shit bag, but he really can back it up. Yes. And everything he said was true.
0: And uh I loved the, the line about him never being taken down because yeah. that is an honest to God thing backstage in AEW right now. People walk up to him and try to take him down with a double leg. Uh he calls himself the sprawl god, as Brian Danielson has has said, which leads me to believe. Brian Danielson has absolutely attempted to take him down <laughs> and he hasn't done it. And he is passive aggressively mentioning this in interviews now.
3: <laughs>
0: and also I see that like Taz was like, keep your head on a swivel. And I'm like, is, T- is he getting in on this too? Or is he sending team Taz after him backstage?
2: I think but we always way, send hook. I think that's the answer. Send everything. Hook.
0: Send hook. Uh, this was great work by John Carlo. Who also did uh, a lot of the footage from the Liv Morgan uh, video that we saw this week? WWE cut that guy. Let me tell you, there was no redundancy there. There was there was no reason to cut that guy. He's doing incredible work. And then MJF came out and he did like a mix of like a Jericho entrance, a Punk entrance. And he had a, a genuine smile on his mm-hmm. face, Robert. Not one rooted in evil or being diabolical. He was happy.
2: Yeah, it's one thing to make fun of CM Punk's crying entrance in Chicago and then do the Chris Jericho 96 baby face, lean on the crowd. But he's actually getting to be embraced by his hometown, which has to feel good. And then he was the star in a 12-man match, which... Goes on to show how important he is to the brand. Yeah,
1: Alex, I I, I loved I love the entrance. I lo- I I thought it was everything that he did throughout this, and especially at the end of of the battle royal, like it was just him pretending to be a babyface, and because the crowd loved him. So what I what I hate usually is when was when a heel is supposed to be booed, but they're getting like good things from the crowd and they go no i actually want you to boo me an egotistical heel would soak it in like yes i do deserve all your adulation for once you people are right like that could be that and he was doing all of that and i thought it really really worked
0: well then we got the battle royal itself but we have some some reaction to the punk thing snap joe says agree with alex if punk does that with page Hands are being thrown. And Brian the Dean says, Islanders are trash. Let's go Blues. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Josh Cardenas says, whoever did the voiceover for the promo did the uh, video perfect. It it was a great voiceover job. A a fantastic voiceover job uh, done there. Mark G says, they should get the arena to be exclusive to AEW. Works out perfectly for MJF, like Alex said. It really does, but I mean... I don't know how many venues are in Long Island. I'm not that familiar with the area. Even if yeah. it's not, they'll find somewhere near there where yeah. they can make it their own. They, I mean, they're, they're very good at that. Uh, Stu Pletcher says, it's on Long Island. On, not in. How can you be in an island? Go MJF, go. Well, felt like, based on that reaction, CM Punk was in the island an awful lot. Uh, Mark G says, before I forget, those red pulsing lights... I can't remember which match is signaling the arrival of red dragon. So those did happen towards the end of the battle Royal. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was signaling something or just an accident. I'm hoping it was signaling something, but let's talk about this. Uh, Bali lasagna says the MJF video should win the Oscar or maybe an Emmy, but um, I mean, those aren't that hard to get. John Alba has one, but the dynamite doesn't battle Royal Robert. Uh, this this came down to Dante Martin and MJF. Before we get to the big the big swerve and the end here, let's talk about the body of the match. We had a sirloin beef sons of bitches face off there. Uh, we had you know, some some people that, that looked strong. Other people didn't really get a lot of play. What would you see out of this?
2: This is it was a weird match because it very much just became uh, MJF is here and here's everybody else. Literally, that's all they did for the entrances. It was MJF is here. And here's everybody else, including his own guy, Wardlow. So I thought that was interesting. But Matt Hardy is what stood out to me here because he's been going on on Twitter about how I'm not big money Matt and I'm going to be authentic. And the first thing he does is takes the brass knuckles from the bunny, hits Jay Lethal, and throws him over the ropes. I hope this isn't leading to like Jay Lethal goes to the compound and gets dunked in the lake of reincarnation so he can be black machismo but you never know they're good about setting those things up
0: i mean there's nobody left in hfo right now butcher is is hurt yeah uh mark quinn and a helico been gone jack evans is busy being extorted by mexican police (laughs) right now
3: yeah say goodbye
2: So I guess that it feels was just- like a
1: leftover, uh, a storyline from Lucha underground, Jack Evans being extorted esc- yes. square by Mexican police.
0: Like, just it, no, it sounds like a bad HFO storyline oh, is what it sounds like. Oh. my God. Big money. Uh,
2: Matt's going to have to talk to uh, Cesar Duran. See what we can do there. But
0: and, and I got people saying, wait, what? Uh, so, okay, let me, let me go ahead and explain this to you all as best I can. Uh, Jack Evans posted last night. This will sound like a fake message, but it's not. I'm currently being extorted by two police officers from the Del Valley Police Department in Mexico City. In the last four days, I've had to pay around 7,000 pesos, $350 American, and I'm not paying more. So if we get arrested on drug charges in the next little bit, I want to put it out there right now. It was planted by the Del Valley Police Department. He provided an update seven hours ago and said, I filed an official complaint and got all my witnesses together. There's a lot of them and I'm just laying low. Nothing else to share. Um, I would expect nothing less. I love Jack Evans. Uh, when I was in Chicago, I saw him walking up the street from a gas station and I wanted to be like, I mean, you need a ride, but he looked like he absolutely did not need a ride. So <laughs> there's, there's my Jack Evans story. Hope he's okay. Legitimately. Cause that's gotta be a scary position to be in. Yeah. Also a bad, a scary position to be in in the ring with Wardlow and Hobbs. Well, that meets just oh man yeah.
2: that's slapping
1: some, Alex. That's some really cool stuff. Like, I have we had an honest to God Haas versus Haas feud in AEW, like like because they don't have a lot of big boys there, but like I want to see, like if if people are saying that Wardlow splitting up from MJF is gonna turn Wardlow face for a while. And if you got, if you got a face big guy, you need a face, uh, he, uh, sorry, uh, a big heel for him to go up against. Otherwise, it kind of feels weird. So I wouldn't mind just like just not enough for like a pay-per-view or anything, just like a few matches on Dynamite where those two guys just beat the snot out of each other. That could be a lot of fun.
0: Well, then it comes down to MJF and Dante Martin and uh, Dante turns on Team Taz. And Alex, I saw your tweet, and I got to agree. Like, it, if that is the payoff, like, I feel like it could have been highlighted better. But then I saw somebody reply to you, and they had a pretty good idea. Like, I thought it was a really, really good one. And it's like, now this guy's pissing a lot of people off. Yeah. Like, like eventually, he might be the problematic brother that you see in all these movies where his other brother's got to bail him out of Every, all these debts he owes. Right. All these people he's pissed off. So he doesn't get a thumb cut off or something. Right. This is the first real angle
1: that they've run with Dante Martin. And I kind of wanted it to be more cut and dried, you know, easy for us to fall, easy for him to play. Not too many weird loose ends. I like the idea that was put out there that he's kind of pissing everybody off. But the thing of it is, is that when he eliminated Stark, like Stark's like, I mean, who's like? Are you? Starks would have absolutely eliminated Dante Martin to get this thing, and and Taz would not have would not have leapt out of his chair saying, "Hey, that you don't screw each other. We're all in Team Taz." The fact that he immediately said Dante Martin screwed uh, Ricky Starks—that's not what I thought. I just thought Dante Martin wants a shot at the diamond ring, um, and if and he says Leo and Dante worked together to screw Team Taz. But Leo was eliminated way earlier, wasn't out there at the time. We never saw a backstage promo where where Dante and Leo are like, yeah, we got him. That was our big swerve. So it feels like that that was it. They, got, they had one match together, right, as a trio on Dark of Hobbs yeah. and Starks and Martin. And that's it. Like the, the whole angle lasted two weeks just for them to like swerve. Now he's back on the thing. So I like the idea of um, he's swerving everybody because he doesn't know what he's doing right now. He's kind of lost. And the only guy who can come back and write the ship for Dante Martin is Darius Martin. And I don't know when he can come back, but if they're building to that, I'm cool with it. But right now it just feels like I really wanted to see Leo versus Dante. We didn't get to see that. We didn't get to see Leo versus Ricky Starks or any of that stuff. We're just right back to square one. Again, that feels like WWE type stuff to me.
0: Well, mjf and dante are the last two in uh no i <laughs> uh, want to see that match next week that's for yeah. sure so here's the thing robert ricky comes back in he's mad ricky starks is upset and he's attacking dante mjf is up on the ramp struggling this had me in stitches oh, so this good. was killing me he's like I don't want to be a good person, but I I really love these people and these people want me back in the ring. So he had a compromise, Robert. He came back to the ring and beat up Dante instead.
2: <laughs> yeah, he stays true to himself and you have to admire that. It seems like this was perfect. It did seem like they were expecting CM Punk to run out, make the save, and this time get cheered. He still kind of wasn't. But it, next week... Dante goes up against MJF and MJF can do some great moves in the ring, but this is more of a character. And I'm wondering what happens to Dante now. Can he win this diamond oh, ring? Don-
1: Dante is getting screwed over by Ricky Starks. Yeah. It seems one, like 1 they, million percent. That's what's happening.
2: It seems like they just did the, Hey, let's do the swerve. But I think Leo should have been in the ring for that then. Cause he did save Leo, but not for long. Cause Leo yeah. was immediately eliminated. And it's just, what do you do? after that is it just oh haha leo and dante got them but what did they really get all they did was get taz to finally send hook and i don't yeah. know if that's what they wanted
1: <laughs> but my favorite part of all of this was the mjf uh and da- and dante after the after the match and 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 mjf extends his hand and 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 dante's like uh, i'm not sure about this and then <laughs> Max skits the whole crowd with "Shake his hand, shake his hand," and he does, and he doesn't swerve him. He just walks away, and I thought that was so good. And then he comes back and he like gives Starks a little push, and they go nose to nose. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm totally gonna beat up the kid." And he beats up like that was just all of that was not only executed perfectly, but like all of the little tiny details were um, chef's kiss
0: was good stuff i really really liked it we have uh, a bunch of super chats still about this uh mike lima says during the battle royal dante never attacked leo curious oh i think that was that was i think that was intentional i don't think they've really had like a big violent altercation brent says mjf in bizarro world uh (laughs) was an absolutely uh, absolutely an experience to watch i hope it remains their bizarro world too Six Fingers Esquire says goodbye. Daly's place make UBS Arena the new home of AEW because Bizarro crowd humps, jumps, pumps, and never slumps. My God, he <laughs> says it was a perfect opening for thirty minutes. That Daly's place is theirs unless yeah the cons buy a new sports team in a different city and then they'll have something there too. Cadillac Carson says love him Jeff getting cheered in his hometown reminds me of heel Bret Hart being celebrated in Canada. That's what I like and. I would love it if they booked like a couple of shows there. Like they, even if they taped out of order and one week, like the next week rampage was there Mm. that way. It looked like one week he's getting cheered one week. He's getting booed one week. He's getting cheered again. Like it felt like they would jump back and forth in 97. Oh, I'd love that so much. Jane beard says punk should be on commentary during the MJF Dante match, and it should cost it or cost MJF that to force MJF to fight punk the dynamite diamond ring doesn't mean anything but nope. it means something to MJF yes it does so alex i think that might be able to it might be able to work
1: yeah it might um i i i, I think that they're i think this is a thing they're just going to keep with MJF for a number of years until they have the perfect guy to take it off of him um, Dante, I, I feel like this, the story is set that, that something is happening between Dante and Team Taz next week. Um, maybe that results in somehow um, he he wins because of the confusion of of the attack or whatever. But um, I, I, yeah, I, I love I love the MJF diamond ring thing. Him 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 using that as part of his uh, the video package to to come in like after all the stuff. The most important thing is the diamond ring. I thought that all that was great.
2: If it wasn't Dante on the other end of the match, I'd say he should absolutely lose it because if he loses the ring, then he has a reason to actually wrestle every week, get on the rankings, and win the world title. But I don't see Dante winning that diamond ring.
0: Hook will face Fuego on Rampage. Can't wait to see the live reports. I've never been so excited for a live report of Rampage. Oh, boy. Rob Wilkins says, I've officially been doing AEW live coverage for the past year. I appreciate everyone who comes to Fightful Select and Fightful for their news. I get paid to watch wrestling. That's crazy. I'll now go touch some grass, Pawlowski style. Hey, buddy, you had a long night. Smoke some grass, too. Normhausen says, happy Festivus, boys. Made the girlfriend watch wrestling now, so I'm stuck watching the Dong Lord knows what on next Netflix what i'm stuck watching dong lord knows oh i thought that was like a title uh, i was like what <laughs> do you have a netflix series that know like, that? Like, where are my royalties <laughs> where is this where is it um chris rain says hook on rampage oh buddy he's excited he is excited yoko Littner says oh my god it's happening hook most anticipated debut in AEW history. This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh,
3: I, he,
1: I love that he's basically like Sagat from Street Fighter in that render. Like he's got that hit tape fists and the kick in the kickboxing shorts. Like he's just, he's shredded. Like it's just, this is not what I expected for Hook, but I love
0: it. The dream match right now is Hook versus Tony D. That's the interpromotional dream oh, match. 100%. Like they are to wrestling what meme stocks were to... To my stock portfolio because I made some money <laughs> off of them. But uh Hook and Tony D like AEW yeah. and WWE, are getting some business off of these guys. Yeah, that's funny. Jambeard says, have Hook win with the Hook mission. Oh God. J Blood says well, he hook has
1: to win with a heel hook. That's gotta be oh, his
0: God. That's gotta be his finisher, right? J Blood says Hook and Fuego gonna pop a number on Friday. Pedro says, Hook is finally coming. Let's go. Hook nation. Volob says, finally, we get the answer to the biggest question AEW has had. Hook, you good? (laughs) (laughs) Hook gang, Hook Nation, the Hook fan base is thriving. And then Young Boy says, Hook is all that and a bag of chips. Like these are just getting ridiculous. Send in your Humper chats at humperchats.com. We greatly appreciate it. Keep them
1: them. coming. They're ridiculous. Keep Keep them coming. (laughs) coming.
0: Derek Davis says, what are the chances Cole, Fish, and Kyle join, but then split from the elite to join or to form the undisputed elite? They can keep the hand sign. Uh, yeah, they will probably keep the hand sign. I don't think that's a trademark. Uh, but yeah. I think I think Kyle comes over, and in Kenny's absence, they and the Bucks are a thing. And then Kenny comes back and says WTF. And then you've got the elite versus versus uh, Undisputed Era or Indisputed Era, Robert.
2: Whatever it is, I just hope that Kyle is on AEW TV as soon as next week, because really it can happen yep. as soon as next week. And I think that, that would be a major you know, grab for the audience to say, hey, they're all here now. I mean, Roddy's still over there, but the original group was the three of them anyway. Yes. And I think you can make it work and it will mean so much. Once you actually have the undisputed era back together, because that was the lifeblood of NXT
0: on fightful select right now, guys, please subscribe. I would greatly encourage you to do that. Uh, I spoke to people backstage at NXT and WWE about what they think will happen, what they think their best case scenario with Gargano and Kyle O'Reilly is. We broke the news that their contracts were coming up, that Gargano's contract was coming up. We, uh, have the news on when Candice LeRae's contract is up right now, and uh, we we've been on that on that contract beat for quite a bit. So subscribe to FightfulSelect.com. We're gonna have more good news, more more interesting news. I guess good news is in the eye of the beholder, but uh, check it out, FightfulSelect.com. J.K. Schwal says, as a fellow Milwaukee person, Alex is a far braver person than me than stepping outside in all this weather. <laughs> And Dot Train 24 says Matt Cardona is one of my favorite wrestlers ever because of how hard he worked to build his own brand. I'll be getting my first copy of Fightful Mag after hearing you all b- will be doing a story on him. OFE. Well, buddy, you might want to check out the, the back issues at fightfulmag.com because we do a segment called the Wrestlers Tribune where wrestlers write. Uh, our upcoming issue has EC3. We have had Taylor Hendricks write for us, we have had Shaza McKenzie. Uh, we've had the former Damian Sandow, but we had uh, Matt Cardona write for us as well, which was fantastic. And I have an interview in the can with Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green, actually, in which he does a cameo on. So there, there you go. There you go. Beard says, since SRS mentioned it, what does Tony D think of the hook man, leader of Hooker Nation?
1: Hey, listen, this kid, uh, I've seen kids like this around Red Hook well they don't they don't impress me Walk, walking around with your bag of chips with your bag no i don't want a dorito get out of here with your bag of chips kid yeah come out of here round the way i don't want i want this no more come out of here right, go down to the deli give me a pastrami on rye otherwise get out of my sight okay
0: phil felice says i realize they can call themselves future shock i i think they'll have something interesting or like a, a name that they'll be able to do Derek Davis says, spent 20 minutes trying to send a humper chat. Couldn't get it to work. 10% rule. Be 10% smarter than the equipment you're running, and I'm not, so here's $5. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sure there's a way. If you all have any trouble, uh, we'll figure that out. Just just let us know, and we'll, we'll get it settled. Uh, and Anakin said, what does Tony D think about Hook?
1: <laughs> Listen, uh, actually, I changed my order. No pastrami on rye. Give me a gabagool, nice and lean. On Italian roll, uh, you, you hold the mail. But come back with that, and I'll give you 5 bucks, Okay, kid?
0: And Valerie Lasagna says, someone check if hookerchats.com is still available because I'm not going to do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: don't. If you're watching this don't, show at a public library, please don't. Don't, 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 don't Google
1: it. hooker chats. Don't put that in your history.
0: <laughs> oh, man. We're still early in this show. We've got a bunch of chats. Dr. Cartoffel Salat says... Weeks ago, I said the first major feud for Drunken Cowboy champ should be Straight Edge CM Punk. I can feel it coming. This should be great. Oh, I think so too. I, I think there's there's a lot of holier than now ways that Punk can go about that, and being his smarmy self. Yeah. Oh man, James Nepper says. I wonder if. Uh, or What's interesting is that a nod from Malachi Black towards Dante. I wonder if he's so lost he'll join House of Black as full circle, or was- I wonder, Alex, if he'll just piss off Malachi Black. Well,
1: that that's a, that is a um, that is a lost detail from a couple of months ago now. That doesn't really make it completely. It doesn't feel like it's part of their story either of them right now, because Malachi's never shown respect to literally anybody else he's ever faced. And that was a weird like one-off little thing for Dante and there's nothing else. Like it feels to me like if they wanted to, they could like bring that back at any time and just show that footage and they could start a whole new story for
0: both of them. Jurassic Express and Varsity Blondes versus 2.0. Daniel Garcia, LAX. We see a little bit of everything here. Uh, Brent Lockman says Kingston, Santana and Ortiz reuniting is what happiness looks like. Yeah, I'm just like I, I here we are seven months later. I'm like, why didn't the pinnacle or why didn't the the inner well, circle split?
1: My 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 thing, because I'm always gonna fantasy book the inner circle breaking up. My thing is that when Jericho comes back and he sees that Santana or Ortiz have started teaming with Kingston to feud against uh, 2.0 and Denny Garcia, he gets kind of he, he gets Hager. a little bit yeah. you know, like this hey, what are we doing here? And it kind of splits everything up. Sammy Good. says, you know what, I'm done with all of you. I'm going to go my own way and then we can have Eddie Kingston like and San Antonio Ortiz cuz they're they have a history together. And then Hager and Jericho can go off and do whatever they
0: want to do and I don't have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Like, that'd and be that nice. that that can be the split. That can be the split. And I'm
1: fine. Good
2: with God, that. that is some wishful thinking on your part, <laughs> Alex. And but, I, I do, But I'll always have a possibility, it. Robert. You, that that's the beauty is when we're talking about this on a Wednesday, it's a real possibility. Yeah. I, the way I see it, because it's Jericho, I think this is just a way to keep Jericho's name in the mix while he's on tour, and he'll come back and team with Eddie.
0: So this match, it—I mean, we saw Griff Garrison get get some ups there. We saw Brian Pillman slap a pretty mean uh, drop kick through there. Also, uh, we haven't seen him much on TV lately. But shout out to Marco Stunt who got a callback for the voice. Good for that guy. For uh, he you, is man. supremely, supremely talented. Um, I'm good with this backstage. We've got Eddie Kingston getting attacked. Uh, Eddie Kingston and I, uh, which was it both? It was, it was or it was I didn't Ortiz see. Everybody. I didn't I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they get jumped. I thought this is pretty solid stuff. Set me up. I mean, it it's to can continue a feud. Sorry. I've got the hiccups. Yeah. Cool stuff. I mean, To me, it feels like a thing that probably could have been on Rampage.
2: Yeah. Strikes me as I'm surprised they didn't immediately announce Long Island Street Fighter, New York Street Fight for Rampage just to get something on TV in Long Island. But I'm sure they have a plan and they'll get there. Zach Schimmel
0: says, Alex, where's the Santa hat? You said you would wear a festive item all for all of December.
1: Well, Sean usually hates it when I get all crazy, so... right. Not, wanted- not...
0: Okay, now, if you, like, wear masks and stuff, sure. Oh, I love that. That's okay. amazing.
1: Okay, I'll keep this on for the rest of the night.
0: Jambeard says, I wonder if Step Host ap- approves of hooker chats. I'm sure she does. She's a disgusting human. Saw an FTR promo backstage, and, you know, I have been very critical of rematches, leaning into rematches and stuff, but I think that... AEW has done just enough different with this one because like they, they didn't book this rematch this past weekend. AAA did. And then the, the last go around, there was a replacement and there is a legit qualm to the illegal man at full gear. It is a real thing. Uh, totally Blanchard talks, FTR talks man there and they're, they're really good at talking. Yeah. They're really yeah. good at that. Um,
2: I thought this was really good stuff. Robert, Look, I'm annoyed that they didn't immediately say yes, and it's still two out of three falls. I'm annoyed that we're not getting a two out of three falls match here, but we are getting. We're maybe getting four FTR matches re- on Rampage. Yeah, like
1: that's that's not a usual thing we normally get.
2: Yeah, but maybe we are getting FTR winning the belts because they seem dead set on that first two time. Look, any any belt, twenty four seven belt looks better than those triple A tag team titles that they're lugging around. I don't know what these things are, but they grind my gears every time I see them because they're dragging down the look of FTR. FTR looked great. And those they're belts, horrible around, belts and they, oh, it's the worst. They're terrible title
0: belts. Mark G says Andrade should send the midnight express. I mean, FTR to pose as cops to go after Jack Evans and their police car or Their police car plays the FTR theme. And James Boris says Evans clearly crossed Andrade somewhere. Andrade is a cartel boss when I think after doing that with Escobar, I think he can't just blatantly do it over here. I mean, uh, he's playing, he's
1: basically, yeah, doing black mask from from Batman, which is a cartel boss. You know what? Just do it. I like where
2: this is going. Let's just do it.
0: Anakin said, Any word on the audio snafu during Kingston's promo? No, I have asked though. So I'll see. So uh, the, the Varsity Blondes are on the stage. The lights go out. The lights come back on, and Julia Hart gets misted. And if you didn't know, she let you know. <laughs> <laughs> she did exactly what a 19, 20, 21-year-old girl would do if somebody spit anything in their face. Uh, um, there you go.
1: I This is so... I See, Malachi, man, he had an interview that came out today with comicbook.com. Uh, where he went into the lore of everything. That guy has a plan for he everything. Does. He didn't spit mist at Julia Hart for no reason. Like, there's a specific reason he's targeting her. I don't know what it is yet, but like there's stuff like, does they just do the mist because he does the mist? Or is it supposed to be like the beginning of a slow poisoning? Like, I don't know what you could do, but like if we get Julia Hart going from bubbly cheerleader to his dark sorceress of the the nether realm, like I would love to see if he's like slowly corrupting people around him to draw them into the house of black. I mean, let's, let's go for it. Let's see what happens.
2: So one of the best storylines that WWE ran and then crapped all over was the fiend changes you when he wrestles you. Now Malachi has spit the mist in the eyes of Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is now leaning into it. Dante Martin, maybe he's just being an asshole because the mist was sprayed in his eyes. I definitely think Julia will be the first to actually join Malachi Black,
0: though. Uh, He has posted a tweet, a picture of it that says the Empress draws out the fool. I mean, this is the same guy who took all the goofy shit that WWE would not explain and he said... Alistair Black was the devil with memory loss. He knew he had done something wrong and he knew he had to pay for it. Uh, it's like he, in, in a few sentences, made that character, oh, that makes sense. So that's why this is happening. Uh, he's very, very good about that. Uh, he says, or Alicia Ellis says, what if Malachi baptizes the Varsity Blondes into the House of Black, starting with Julia? That's not the worst idea I've ever
1: heard. He's, he's going to have to have, like, pawns that he can send out to, like, get 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 beat so he can stay clean. Like, there's a lot of interesting stuff that you could do. Those guys would be great. Griff Garrison's a big dude. I could. They could be a lot of interesting
0: things of, like, them being his, like, minions.
2: You could do a lot worse than a mentally corrupted Brian Pillman. I think history has shown us that.
0: One of my favorite stables when I was a kid was Raven's Flock. Like, they they all looked grungy and dirty, and I believed them as henchmen. And then there were a couple that you looked at. There was Perry Saturn. There was Billy Kidman. Mm-hmm. There were some that, that Stevie Richards even you looked, and you're like, okay. One day they could step up, and they could challenge this guy.
2: Yeah.
0: Brent Lockman says, with a scream like that, Julia Hart has a career in horror films, If this wrestling thing doesn't work out. I mean, she looks like a Hollywood actress. So, I mean, it yeah. wouldn't surprise me. And uh, Chris says he loves the idea of Julia being turned by Malachi. And uh, Jarla Zool says, I strongly believe that Black using the mist is to mark the future House of Black members. Do we Ooh. know or do we remember who all that he's sprayed with mist so far? Cody
1: twice, I think. Um, okay, yeah. Which is interesting. Uh, 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 Pac twice, yeah, right? Um, Well, Julia Hart now. Um, Dante. Dante. Did he do Dante. He didn't do Dante in that one. match, like he just beat. He just beat him. I don't think. I don't think he actually spit, spit the mist in him. Did he?
2: I think so. Well, that's
1: interesting. Like, there's all. I, I have to go back and watch. But like the the the, the major ones for me are are, are are Pac, who I who I who's got now got it in in his eyes, is both yes. eyes. So I want him to actually come out the next time we see him with with two white contacts, the way that Malachi ah. Black wears them.
0: C mentions that Malachi is adding more lore. Uh, yes, he did spray Dante. Thank you, Luis. Yeah. Uh, zero uh, fear. 90 forces with Malachi Black attacking the varsity blondes is Brody King inbound.
2: That's what I was going to say. Where is Brody King?
0: Yep. Um. Let me let me check out. Is he even booked for final battle? I'm covering the show this weekend and I don't have a damn idea. I want to yep, say he yes. Is. Yes, he yeah. is. He's in the six man tag match against Eli Isom, Taylor Rust and Tracy Williams. So, buddy, he's winning that match. Uh, that's gonna Um, happen
1: malachi has said at some point i think on his instagram maybe a week ago that there'll be another an an addition to the house of black in january so i'm assuming that's when when Brody king's contract allows him to just like step right in there and do that
0: i mean i had people telling me that if their contract is up in at the end of the year they've been paid for the last time already they get their direct deposit on the first of the month from roh for the month Alicia Ellis says Malachi tweeted a picture of him spitting the mist and said the Empress draws out the fool. Very interesting. Yeah, we did mention that, but uh, thank you for your super chat. We appreciate you, Alicia. Uh, And then we had young bucks against chaos, Rocky Romero and Chucky T. So news gatherers were sold a ticket today. That much. I tell you because Trent did an interview with Brandon Walker of wrestling. Very good interview too. And he talked about the neck issues. He's had said he got a fusion said he had sleep apnea, said he had, his
2: bones had to grow. bones had, Sean, his (laughs) bones had to grow. You don't understand. There's so much bones in in this area that he had sleep apnea. Maybe, I don't know, maybe they shaved off some of the hair, hair too, but his bones grew, Sean. His
0: bones grew. So I, you know, and I thought we would probably see him out for a while, but, this match was really good. I did think it started a little bit slow with Chuck Taylor. There were a couple spots like where he got knocked off the apron and he was kind of like, eh, I'm falling. And then there was a spot where I, I always hate when somebody walks someone across the ring to whip them into the ropes. Like, I, I hate that. But then, buddy, Rocky Romero was going 110 miles an hour and Chuck said, well, I guess I got to match that. Let me do a short pile driver and spike these boys on their heads. This was so much fun this was fast paced and it picked up so well but we ain't talking about that nobody gives a damn about that match they give a damn that sue is back (laughs) Robert one of our top interviews of 2020 was Trent's mom Sue and with Sue by the way is Trent and Jane Beard says Sue and Okada are in the same stable now She's a member of Chaos. I'm gonna She'll be bringing Rocky. the
2: balloons for Okada, I'm sure. I,
0: I will get Rocky Romero to to admit this, and we will do an article on it.
2: Sue and, and Trent are back. This is great news. It's fantastic news. I mean, they they are from Long Island, so you know, a nice little drive. You know, good mom taking her son to work after he's been gone for so long, making sure everything goes right, and then she gets a group hug while uh the best friend theme song has played so uh, let uh,
0: okay Alex share your thoughts on this because I have some great news okay
2: um
1: this this was a fantastic TV tag match that um, that had everything you possibly need it was so overbooked which I normally hate in big time like title matches in a TV match where everybody's just having a lot of fun. It was so much fun with all these like, Oh no, he got sprayed in the eyes when he was supposed to spray the other guy. And all this, all this weird overbook stuff was so much fun because it didn't really matter who won and who lost. It was a lot of fun to watch all the stuff that happened on the outside. The, the big Sue comes back. Trent gets out of the van. Like the whole thing was just yes. a blast to witness.
0: Rocky Romero has 237 jobs right now. He pops up on every show. He he was doing so much other stuff, and when he started to manage Roppongi, uh 3K, I think a lot of people just assumed he was like 45 years old or something and wasn't going to wrestle that much anymore. He's having an incredible run across multiple companies. Uh, love watching that guy work. Love talking to him. Love interviewing him because I always learn a ton of stuff. And all this Forbidden Door shit that you see going on, almost none of it happens without Rocky Romero. And I know a lot of people don't understand that or know that he is the guy behind the scene. That's making a lot of that. It's brokering, uh, more easy for a lot of companies. Uh, by the way, the young bucks won this match as they should. Chris rain says Sue bringing out Trent was a great touch. It's always a great touch. It's always going to get a big pop. It's always going to be a big moment. Sawyer says Sue pop. It was incredible, but, Let's talk about the big news. Tila oh said, is Sue an official Chaos member now? And I asked Rocky Romero, and he said, yes, <laughs> she is. <laughs> That's she is in Chaos. And Mike Preventure says that someone added her to the Wikipedia page. Good. You're welcome, <laughs> world. <laughs> five dollars please this one was for free i got you all this one for free do you know how easy it would have clicked it would have been to clickbait that for me to dm rocky and be like hey rocky is she in is she in and then me to go new chaos member added shocking new chaos <laughs> member added but i didn't do that because i like all you people
2: all this you is people. like the five real life please. equivalent of that Join the dark side we have cookies meme from like a decade ago this I, is that
0: and how about this? Sue brought everybody cookies last year in AEW. We ran a story about that too. Uh, Nate, Nate says, Tony Schiavone gave Sue the sting treatment. It's Sue. I didn't even hear because I was yeah. too busy audibly <laughs> cheering from my living room couch. Uh, Six Fingers Esquire says, Butcher is in- injured and Blade evolved into Trent.
2: So he cut he cut the hair, Robert. What'd you think about that? So he looks like small Zaro. Like he looks like Cesaro just shrunken down and he's moving great. He looks good. I think this could be a real run for him.
0: Oh man, this is cool. I love how many people are showing Sue love because let me tell you guys, I got to know Sue a little bit. She's legit a wonderful person. She is every bit as wonderful. I believe she was a, a former teacher as well. Uh, so she molded a lot of young minds and uh, the minds of a lot of really demented people like like Trent. So uh, we were lucky to have her. Uh, Beard says Sue returns and Trent got his last name back. I, I always liked the period where he was Trent with a question mark.
2: Oh, is he Beretta? Is he Beretta now? Can we, can uh, we call him Beretta? Maybe he's
0: Trent Beretta. I, it's like they don't give a damn, right? Shot Kid 29 says New Japan is leaving money on the table if Sue doesn't drive Okada <laughs> out in the Tokyo Dome. Man. That's what's going to get women into New Japan. Sue. It'll be Sue. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Joseph Snurf says, Watching Sue get down to the Rapongi Vice music sent me. Oh, one of my favorite parts is where Trent goes, There's the hard cam. The hard cam is right there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, amazing. Jamel Ballard says, Thank you, Sean. And sent me $5. Oh, that was a hint to subscribe to Fightful Select, but I'll take it anyway. I can get it, my friends. Humperchats.com, or you can donate a super chat. We greatly appreciate it. Nerd Guru says, Sue should make chaos <laughs> ugly Christmas sweaters. Oh, God. Uh, Dr. Kartoffel Salat says, Sue returned is dope, but holy heck was Trent ripped. He looked fantastic. Good to see him back. Uh, he and Chuck Taylor are two of the most entertaining people on wrestling Twitter when they use it. Like, they're just so funny. I remember one time, uh, I probably told this story on the show, but I'm doing a scrum with them, and they had to get blood work done, and Chuck has a little Band-Aid on. I was like, oh, what's that from? And he said, oh, I do heroin. (laughs) I've never forgotten that. (laughs) Uh, Mark G says, Cole needs to wash his hair was the low-key comment of the night. I fell off the couch. Did I miss that? What was that from? Was
1: that
2: Shivani just being a dick? Uh, just, just
1: Shivani who, who now in canon hates Adam Cole. Like it's, yeah. just, it's just him just trapping all over Adam Cole. Yeah, Adam's trying tonight. to find his
2: footing and he's been very respectful of Brit. Let's Brit do her thing. But eventually so many people are around in Brit's universe that Adam's going to have to eventually actually do something That's about great. that.
0: That is great. Uh, Volob says, I'm so glad that Trent is back, expected him to be back this week. And then I saw the match card when I saw the match card, big pop for Sue. Oh, they sold me a ticket in that interview, Robert. I thought he was gonna be out. I just figured it's close to where he is, so he's doing it and making making some money towards his downside.
2: I did find it weird when he was doing all the media and didn't walk out with them. Mm-hmm. But I thought, oh, maybe he was gonna be around until he can come back. And I guess he didn't because he showed up. Austin says, I need a best friends title push with Trent back
0: again. I would love to see Johnny Gargano join that with, with the history he has with several other members. And if you don't know, AEW will tell you and it will be uh, well worth it. <laughs> Somebody says they think that hooks entrance music is by action. Bronson. That'd be, that great. would
2: be amazing. That's, that's awesome.
0: Shot kid 29 says, fingers crossed. Sue drops off best friends, newest friend johnny and candace next year well won't be candace anytime soon obviously she's she's having her child but it, it'll be a little bit before sue, her
2: Sue, i'm sure makes a great babysitter
0: there you go james keeper said that, that would actually be very funny
2: that,
1: that would be awesome if, if it was like they, they like kiss the baby hand it over to sue sue would
0: like she like, puts it in the car seat <laughs>
1: right, yep, exactly. in the, the
0: back and drives away and, and the candace <laughs> And like they zoom in on Johnny and Candace and they're like, they're, they should be walking to the ring, but they're working on that goddamn car seat. Cause yeah. they're never that easy. <laughs> they they're never not. that easy. And they they're like, not. hold on, hold up. We'll be there in a minute. And Trent's getting his ass whipped in the ring. And they're like, it's safety. It's for safety. <laughs> for safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, James Keeper said, Sean showing everyone his strong pin with that magic. Uh, breaking news right there, FTF, thanks, brother, I appreciate you. Brent Lockman says, Speculation, Gods Hate, Brody King's band, changed their schedule. He's now available on January 8th, same night as Battle of the Belts. Seems like an awfully interesting coincidence, guys. That sounds good to me. Well, does Cody versus Sammy for Christmas sound good to you? Because somebody (laughs) told me, Months ago, when the Sammy Miro feud was going on, they thought that Cody was going to win the title from Sammy. Now, this wasn't a report. They just, they were like, I think Cody's going to win it from Sammy. Well, here comes Cody, and he challenges. Uh, Alicia Ellis says Andrade's tweet may suggest he's looking uh, to challenge Sammy for the title or Cody if Sammy loses. Well, Cody ain't getting cheered over Sammy Guevara. No, Alex.
1: I'll prove that tonight. Like he, he yeah. when he came out, interrupted the whole thing, and the crowd went kind of nice is like, ah, hey, hey. hey. And he still got the he still got the burn marks on his arm. Mm-hmm. Like that was really cool just to remind you of what a hardcore son of a bitch he is. But like he goes up uh, from one good guy to another. Hi, <laughs> just want to let you know. Uh, on Christmas, Tony Khan gave me the match. See you there. And he w- about to walk past him, realizes that's the heel exit, and then he. Yeah. Backtracks and walks out. Oh gosh, he's playing all of us like in little little ways, and I I I do enjoy it now. He has fully leaned into
2: it. It is fantastic. Cody Rhodes booking himself in, you know, in storyline because he's still an EVP to win a title in Greensboro, North Carolina, feels like the most Cody Rhodes thing Cody Rhodes could possibly do. Oh, except it's on Christmas. And Cody will play it off as, this is for the kids. This is what everybody wants to see. Who doesn't want to see Cody as champion on Christmas? This is for the kids.
0: Well, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky are not happy about it. And I'm not happy that they say that Dan Lambert's coming back. No, I'm (laughs) not.
1: Man, Page proved in like 15 seconds that he doesn't need anybody to talk for him ever. And then said, Dan Lambert's coming back. And I'm like, why? for what reason possibly it better be to like talk for somebody else who can't talk like, like there's, there's gotta be people out there who need a mic man, but it ain't Ethan page and it ain't Sorpio sky.
0: I'd like to see him try to recruit Dante too. Honestly, like if, if it doesn't lead to any, any extended promos, I just like Dante being the bell of the ball. And I loved sky and Ethan page getting some mic time here and saying, you know, maybe if we were an EVP or we kissed, uh, kiss Tony's ass. We would get title shots, but I had to work for mine. I didn't get some open challenge bullshit. Mm -hmm. Um, Somebody said Brian Cage needs Daniel Lambert. You know what? That ain't the worst idea I've ever heard. It I mean, seems like he might fit in perfectly
1: with that kind of set too. Because a yeah. guy, the guy who says, oh, you millennials are so scrawny, you couldn't actually fight," then you bring out a dude who looks like Brian Cage. Like exactly. that actually kind of works for them. And 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 Brian Cage should get booed. Like, like he's a, he's a natural heel. You have this guy like talking for him. It would it would get a lot of heat.
0: Mm-hmm. Bebop says, from one good guy to another good guy. Cody knows. It's great. Greetings from the UK. Love listening to you guys. And then he teased what tunnel he was going down.
1: Yeah, I love that. But I also thought you were funny with your December 25th thing. Like him, if he won on Christmas, he could cut a promo. was like, you know... I met a little boy today, and he said the one thing I asked Santa for was that you became TNT champion, Cody Rhodes. So I said, little Billy, I'm going to do it for you. Like, he could honestly cut that promo and make us hate him even more.
0: AK Schwal says Cody's out here playing chess while we are all playing checkers. He knows exactly what he's doing. I'm completely convinced he is self-aware. Yeah. yeah. He gets it. He knows. He understands. Uh, Jambeard says, shout out to Jesse the Buckeye. Keep up the fight and continue to be strong. All of your fans are with you. Not just that, Jesse. Your friends are with you. We love you. We hope that you're you're home soon and you're doing better. Uh, It always makes me happy to see people from AEW and any wrestling company. I saw AJ Francis, Top Dollar, showing her a lot of love because that makes her feel really good because a lot of people were very shitty to her in general, even before this, just because she liked wrestling. So please go show our friend Jesse the Buckeye some love. It really helps lift her spirits, and uh, she's had a rough go of it lately. Well, Ruby Soho got attacked. (laughs) Well, she attacked, I guess. She laid down the attack, and then Nyla Rose popped up and said, Surprise, bitch! I
1: don't know how it could have been a surprise. Like, I love these backstage segments where... Nyla had to be standing right there, but I just love the surprise bitch. It's
0: just so good. <laughs> oh, she's so funny. She is so funny. I love it. Uh, and this was, you know, this this drags the Dark Order uh, duo into it, Anna and Ty. Uh, but Chris says, first time super chatter here. One of my favorite moments from the show was Nyla's surprise bitch line. It came out of nowhere. Keep up the great work. This is this is okay. It's setting up uh, the, the next match it ain't more special than any beatdown we've ever seen. Uh, But then we got the Jade Cargill promo and Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa was super over here uh, the night, uh, earlier in the night, from what I heard, big shocker there. Thunder Rosa gets great reactions. There's an element of realness that just exudes from her. And I think in, in a different way, Jade Cargill exudes that realness too. Like, You believe that Jade Cargill believes every single thing that she says. And she's not afraid of anybody, even Thunder Rosa, who most human beings should probably be afraid of, Robert. But Jade Cargill is not scared of Thunder Rosa. She has no reason to be right now. Exactly. And that's what I love. I love two really good characters, protecting characters that want to fight each other. And they want to beat each other's ass I'm so, I'm ready for this. And I want to see what kind of match they can conjure up.
2: And this is the money match of the tournament. Because I think everybody knows, Ruby is going to the finals. Nyla's already won the Women's World title. I don't think she needs this. Ruby's going to the finals. Who's she going to fight? They have said that bitch show so much that it was cool, got a little old, and came back around. Now I want to see if it's a red herring. To actually make you think, oh, it's obviously Jade, and then Thunder Rosa pulls it out. But we'll see how it goes.
0: Also, I want to send some love to Jade. She got off Twitter because people are people are shitty and we are assholes. Yeah, so I want to send some love to Jade Cargill. I hope she's doing all right and doing good. I
1: I I want to say that 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 her her character she is playing perfectly. Like Mm -hmm. we 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 don't we like the other thing about it. Is that there are times where you're like, well, she's she's a, she's a very new wrestler, so she's kind of green. She hasn't had that many matches. She's also a new performer. Like she didn't come out of acting to do this. Like she's she's playing this character perfectly. And I mean, like a lot of people would be like a little bit of well, uneasy
0: out there. She's doing it great to the point where people have been sold a ticket on it, and yeah. they think that's how she just is. Yes. And they think that she is really like that. She plays it so well. Somebody said she reactivated her Twitter account. Well, well good because uh, I think she's a wonderful part of Twitter. I think she's got an important voice that that people should hear to be quite honest with you. Uh, Zach says Thunder Rosa didn't stop by tonight unless she's lurking. Uh, She popped up on the list in your boy today. She was, (laughs) she was watching over there. Uh, Also announced deep sheet of three R 26 says let's freaking go. Britt right. Lockman says, Sheeta Deeb, a well-built story in the women's division resulting in a match. I very much want to see more of this AEW. Uh, so what I would like, because they didn't really mention it the last couple of weeks, I would like Excalibur to say, things have been so heated between these two, they were not brought into town for the last two shows. Yeah, They had to sign a contract. Tony Khan did not feel comfortable putting them on the same show because he knew that things would get heated. Like, give us a reason why they haven't, popped up that much over the past couple weeks, but I'm glad that this match is happening. Uh, jam beard says Ruby beating Jade in the finals would be one of the better times to give Jade her first loss. It would also play out similarly to Cody versus Archer final. Well, you know what? Also, while we're speaking about Jade Cargill, if you want to look exactly like Jade Cargill, I'm pretty sure all you got to do is have athletic greens, at athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. That wonderful AG1. Uh, I have added that to my diet. I switched off of my regular multivitamin. It wasn't digesting well. It upset my stomach. So I switched to AG1, and uh, that helped me an awful lot. One scoop of AG1 has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced ingredients, including that multivitamin. It's got a multimineral. It's got a probiotic. A green superfood blend and more in one convenient daily serving. It's got a special blend of high-quality mm-hmm. bioavailable ingredients in a scoop of AG1, and it helps fill those nutritional gaps in your diet. Maybe you're not getting enough greens. Maybe you don't have enough energy or focus. Maybe you don't have uh, have the, the right digestion or gut health. AG1 helps you out. It eliminates the need to take uh, multivitamin pills and to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you an immune an immune supporting rather maybe an immune supporting it might support the moon uh, who knows my uh, your moon i don't want to go and talk about about what your moon's doing but athletic greens isn't going to make it feel any worse especially if it helps that digestion but you get that free 1 year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you visit athleticgreens.com/fightful Today, it's good stuff.
2: You'll feel like going out for a walk, right, Alex? You oh, will.
0: Yeah. Yep. Get Digestive it, yeah. enzymes, uh mm-hmm. mushroom mm-hmm. complex. They got a superfood complex, antioxidants, adaptogens, uh dairy-free probiotics, and not only that. If if you watch AEW Dark, if you've watched AEW for any extended period of time, a couple of weeks ago, Baron Black, who's running Terminus, jumped in my mentions about it. Told me how much he liked athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. So you know what? I think what's good enough for him, it's probably good enough for you. I think so. You could look just like Baron Black. You could look just like Baron Black. Oh my gosh. Jamie Hayter and Reho, let me tell you. So this match, it was all right. But that finish, that crucifix off the top rope, I said, what's she doing? And maybe I've seen her do this before, Reho. But then, you know, Jamie Hayter is a sirloin beef son's a bitch. Like, there aren't many, many dudes that I I would expect her to shoulder block and not knock down. And when she hit that mat, oh, boy, did she slap that mat. And Riho got the win. They have rebuilt Riho in a few weeks. I I don't ever really like the the champion getting pinned, but they have effectively rebuilt Riho. And Britt Baker's going to whip her ass. She sure did after this match. Britt Brent Lockman says hater or Riho who hated their neck more after this incredible match. Robert, what'd you think?
2: I got to think uh hater probably hated her neck a little yeah. bit more. That was a great finish. Really cool to see. And it's how you use the size disadvantage to one's advantage. And a lot of people aren't big on Riho, but at least this makes sense. At least she's, you know, noteworthy in the brand because she was the first champion And it's an easy win for Baker. I don't think anybody's going to really feel like they can beat Britt Baker until Thunder Rosa gets back in there with her. We'll see if anybody comes close.
0: Eloquent says, thought the crowd slept on Jamie Riho. The match ruled, regardless of what anyone says about her size or believability, Riho's a great wrestler and a perfect challenger for the real fourth pillar. Well, I mean, I I think there are times I've watched Riho's work and her size. Like I maybe didn't believe what she was doing. Her work with Jamie Hader, whether it be either one of their doings or maybe the chemistry, Alex, it felt like it was conveyed a lot more effectively than a lot of other matches.
1: Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, Sasha Banks is not not very large. She's my favorite women's wrestler ever. Sure. Uh, uh, one In my top five is Asuka, so it's not like a thing I have against... Japanese yeah. women wrestlers, I've never been able to get into Rio. I don't know if it's like the lacy cuffs or the tutu, but the gear doesn't work for me at all. It takes it away from me for some reason. Sure. Like I'm just watching I'm like I don't understand why you would wrestle in that. It doesn't feel like it actually
0: it's not streamlined or helps at all. It's a weird choice. Also, also I mean Sasha Banks is like four inches taller. Than right. Rio. But she's also,
1: but she's also tiny. She's a very yeah, she's a small person. But but the whole thing is that I don't know, just Jamie Hayter could kick my ass. Like she's she is built. And it just feels like there's too much selling of Rio's offense. I would love to see a match where Rio tries to do all of her stuff to somebody like Jamie, and it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, like, like they just bounce off of her, the,
1: and then and then figure out somewhere else to do. I thought I thought the finish was great. the The crucifix bomb mm-hmm. leading to that was a sliding knee. I thought that would that would have actually worked. But a lot of stuff earlier in the match felt like it just didn't click for me. But I do honestly mm-hmm. love the story that they're building with Rio and 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 Britt being, Brit's never been able to beat Rio. Yeah. Like, so that is an interesting, int- which is why I think you do the Rio pinned Brit in a non-title match, because it adds to Britt being honestly wondering if she can win this match. I think that works.
0: There are some great stories and great wrestlers having one certain wrestler that's a kryptonite. Uh, Raven and Tommy Dreamer, Shelton Benjamin and Triple H, like Shelton Benjamin beat Triple H a whole bunch of times, Eddie and Ray. There are some really, really great stories to tell there in that I can't beat you or I can't beat you on this stage. The Rock and Steve Austin at WrestleMania, where The Rock, it's like, why, why would they do it a third time? Because The Rock had to. The Rock had to mm-hmm. to be able to continue. R26 says, did you know that the Islanders suck? Just wanted you to know in case AEW didn't make it clear. Max Caster also brought it up, Robert.
2: I haven't heard that all night. I can't believe the Islanders are that bad.
0: If I were Max Caster and I would have heard all those in the first thing, I would have switched up my my line after that. Pablo says, I was ready to come talk about how great Jamie Hayter was tonight and how she'll be one of 2022's best standouts. But everyone shut up. They're sending hook. Everyone stay (laughs) calm. love it well i also love brian danielson and john silver just good effective work like what good sound fundamental work uh brian danielson not working as an underdog is one of the best moves like and you know what when he worked as an underdog he did really great and some really good stories were told but every single thing he does in that ring i buy I look forward to him grabbing somebody by the arms and just stomping their face out, even in their hometown. And at the same time, I, I want to see that that hometown person, Robert, get some offense on them. Uh, this We, we had Rainsy saying, from an enhancement talent the first couple of shows to main eventing Dynamite in a competitive match against Brian Danielson, John Silver's come so far. Can't wait to see him win his first title in the company and can't wait for deep versus Sheeta. How'd you feel about this match, Robert?
2: This match was really good. And there's so much in the story of Brian saying, when I was 30, I was winning world championships. And you're out here being a joke. And Brian can see a lot of what he hates in what he was made to be in John Silver because WWE tried to make him a joke. He was supposed to be the funny character. Oh, you're a vegan. Nobody gets that. Oh, you're you're the yes guy. You're the no guy. And the cream always rises. And he sees that in John Silver and wants to pull it out because selfishly he likes the challenge. And he actually really sold for Silver in this match with the heel hook. And he seemed like he was genuinely struggling for one of the first times since he came to the company. And I loved watching him beat another Dark Order member in their hometown because he's finally awake. I can't believe Daniel Bryan was doing all these great matches. And he says, I was sleepwalking. And he's awake now, and it feels like it means so much more. There is no formula. There is just, this is what I want to do today.
0: Uh, Guys, we are heading down the home stretch of this show. Please leave us a thumbs up. Uh, Please donate a Super Chat or a Humper Chat. Uh, You can donate the latter at HumperChats.com. Get your question or statement read on the air. The benefit of Humper Chats is uh, maybe you don't watch our show live, because quite frankly— Most of you don't. I would say about 95, 96% of you don't watch us live. You can leave them before the show. If it's like 2, 3, 4 p.m. before an AEW show, you can leave it over there, have your question read on the air, and then hear it the next day or two days later, whenever the hell you listen. Daniel R. says, I liked Daniel Bryan. I'm in love with Bryan Danielson. He's great. Uh, Alex, uh, the contrast here. How are you feeling?
1: Man, Daniel, I love Daniel Bryan's uh run as a heel, the 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 vegan heel with the wooden belt. Like I thought he was great in that. He got some amazing promos, did some really good work, but ultimately he was really hiding behind Eric Rowan. Like that was kind of the thing he had that guy there to protect him or whatever. Um this this Brian Danielson isn't hiding behind anybody, and he's not a he's not doing he is what I've always loved is the heel who could back it up like you hate him because he's so good not because he won't wrestle in your hometown like you're not good enough for me to wrestle here oh boo you hate him because he goes in the rings with guys that you like and he kicks the snot out of them that's the kind of heel i really love and brian danielson is quickly becoming my favorite like and the thing about it is that i love is honestly page could beat him next week and Danielson could give him give him a handshake and said, all I was doing this last couple of weeks was trying to motivate you to be your best. And damn it, you are the real deal. And then he could sneak right back into being one of our favorite guys. Like you could, he could honestly do that. And this last month could have been just kind of a, like a little like psychological experiment he was doing. Or he I... could go on and become the biggest heel in the company. Because I honestly believe he's got either thing available to him because he's so damn
2: good. I don't know, man. The Dark Order would be pretty pissed at hanging Sure, they, if... would. sure <laughs> they would. Sure uh, they would. You know, Brian, you're an all right guy. You shook my hand. All right. on. <laughs> well,
0: if, if it was an endorsement of the entire group. Yeah. I could see that because I do feel like those people would. I think the people in the Dark Order would respect Brian for him being what he is. And I mean, yeah, I, I just think that would, would work really well. Uh, also, shout out to Brian last week referencing the Wang Man yeah. uh, on Twitter. Uh, Nerd Guru says, for lack of a better phrase, this is Brian Danielson, is better than you and you know it, then proceeds to kick your head in, and I also want Brian to win. It's Yeah, it's like him doing that. It just he doesn't tell you with words. He tells you with facial expressions. Like him smirking all the time yeah. as he's about to wrestle is like his subtle way of being like, I, I'm not worried about you or what you're going to do. Oh, it's it's really, really well. Alicia Ellis says, LOL, Hook is debuting before Fear. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Snurk says, I've got to go back and see if Riho and Jamie Hayter ever face each other in stardom. Um... I'm really bad with remembering That's on recall, possible. but, but I'm gonna often. I'm gonna look it up right now for you guys. How about that? Uh, they have been in the ring numerous times together. Okay. Uh, never they a have they have one. The
1: chemistry. They do.
0: Yeah, they they teamed together. They wrestled against each other uh, like four times in stardom in tag matches, and they have had uh, two tag matches before tonight. So there you go. Well, guys, thank you all so much. Um, I greatly appreciate it. Again, Humperchats.com, FightfulSelect.com. We're trying to push those subscriptions back up at the beginning of each month. Patreon is weird and sometimes doesn't auto-renew and all that stuff. Alex uh, is over there for sour graps. But tell the people uh, more about what you do, Alex.
1: On um, Mondays, right after the Sean Rossap and Denise Salcedo show, i go live on Fightful Select to give a different perspective on the night's happenings on raw uh and then uh, sometime during saturday i'll get around to talking about smackdown which has just become a tire fire um but you know, hopefully it gets better. The whole point of Sour Graps is I want it to be better, I want it to be sweet graps all the time. I went back and rewatched the episode where they were where the NXT invasion happened because the plane was stuck in Saudi Arabia, and I was just giddy like a schoolgirl through the whole thing. So it's possible I can like. Let's say once in a million years types of episodes of SmackDown. It's possible. I promise. Follow me uh, uh, at Alex Sour Graps on the Twitter and come watch us every Tuesday uh, where we have to do everything in under two hours or Sean will fire me on the NXT app.
0: Buddy, you tested it this week. 30 seconds to spare. I had like 24 (laughs) seconds to spare with the the, 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 the delay when you hit the end broadcast button. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, that's uh, going to be one of these days. Guys, uh quite frankly, we, we have to retweet Alex's live stream of this show because StreamYards being weird and it's not streaming from my Twitter or Fightful's Twitter. So, <laughs> and Alex, I'm sure you've seen that that notice yeah, pop up as it well. Is weird, yeah. But like now, it's it won't do it on mine. So now we're retweeting Alex's. So if some, I know there are actually thousands of you that watch <laughs> on Twitter, like yeah. more than. than than what you would expect. So we apologize for that. Just for those of you who reached out, we have reached out to StreamYard. They say it's a Twitter issue and they're trying to fix it. But we are on podcast platforms everywhere. We are live on youtube.com slash Fightful. And if you ever say, oh no, how can I possibly remember any of this? Fightfulpods.com has everything. Robert, what do you got going on?
2: I am here every single day writing up stories on fightful.com. If you need more Kate Hensler I just did the WrestleZone Hot Tag with her, John Alba, Connor Casey, and Dominic D'Angelo. That'll be out on Thursday at WrestleZone.com. And yeah, follow me everywhere at DudeFelice, and that's all you get from me.
0: Sounds like a terrible cast of humans. I don't feel left out, not really. Anyway, next time we'll see. We'll be here is uh, Friday. The distraction is here tomorrow. We got a bunch of shows this this weekend, guys. A big fightful fight night. Let me let me run down this card real quick for you, because buddy, I'll be reviewing a four hour. I don't know how anybody's going to be motivated. ROH show with a six man tag that shouldn't be on pay per view, while uh, the the fight the fight fellas are reviewing Amanda Nunes, the greatest women's fighter of all time, uh, defending her title, and then Oliveira versus Poirier. That's going to be a hell of a fight. Thank you guys so much. Uh, November was our biggest month ever across the board. YouTube, audio, select, web, all that stuff. Uh, We appreciate all of you. Until next time, we're out